Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hump Day and welcome Hump in day. to the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a one, two, three, four, five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I am Anthony Totri, yes, joined you are. as always by Sean DePaz, Shane DeFinbach. Yeah, yes, yeah, I am. Gents, how's your Hump Day gone so far? Good. I, when I didn't, I for some reason I didn't look at you before the show, I guess, or just didn't take in what you were wearing. And when I looked at the screen, I thought you were wearing an all-pink jumpsuit. That would, that would go, crazy. go crazy. We're all very coordinated today. We're all wearing, like, khaki-type pants. Yeah, oh, yeah. And a, yeah, different hoodie, huh? different colored hoodies and black hats. This is hoodie yeah. season. He missed the white shoe cop. It's hoodie uh, season. Memo, though. He yeah. always just got to be different. Yeah. You got to do his yeah. thing. Your all shoes, right. though, are venturing past the color white at this point. Yeah, that's fair. No, these are old. These were my work shoes for a long time. Hey, I gotta the get bottom of yours aren't any better. You that's, yeah, fair. You that's yellow fair. on. Hey, man. Don't don't come at me. Hey, I do before before we, before we, before we get on to the discussion that we've got today. I want I want to give Sean some shit. Okay. Okay. So Sean, as we know, big anti New Year guy. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. And, and you can. This is fair. Uh, I don't think it's fa- I don't think it's fair, but I understand why you're okay. saying. Okay, Sean, big anti New Year guy. Yeah. When we did hot or not New Year, yeah. he was bitching about it. How it's you know, just because it's a New Year doesn't this, mean this you should wait true. to change yourself. Blah 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 yeah, blah. True. So what does Sean do? The first week of the new year. Um, explain to everybody how your life has changed over the course of oh, the last okay. four days. You're fucking, you're being way too dramatic here. <laughs> I don't think I It's am. been two straight days where I have had breakfast. And, and? I've, I've made myself my own tea instead of going to buy it. Which, first off, the the, the new year. New year, new, new Sean. First off. Sean, your resolution. Okay, okay, okay. It's been two, it's been two days. Subtract two days. That's January. Do you feel better about yourself? So it's been January fourth and third. What was I doing what the do you first think two you're days? Fucking of the year? better than me? No, that's my point. I think he does. I think he does. He does. I well, okay. No, let me you tell you that. Seen the way I he was like caressing I'm, this yeah. fucking. I do think I am better. Did you see? Tea? Did you see he made a, a a promo graphic for himself that he's on the show as a guest today? Did he's you not do even that? part that's of it. Yeah. I don't even. Now we're just Sean DePause, two p.m. Welcome to Fox News. We're just lying to people now. Whoa, whoa. What are we doing? Hey, man. I'm not trying to get political. I'm not getting here. political. I'm just okay. telling the, the news truth. isn't politics. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're right. You're right. That's my bad. My bad. Uh, well, while we're talking about imaginary shit, let's talk about Arizona State football. Um, let's see if <laughs> they can cook up something, a season similar to what Tulane did mm. this past season. Uh, we had we had our lovely general manager, Saul. Yeah. We have, I would just, can we just acknowledge the fact that we have an audience now? Can we just acknowledge the fact that Espo sounded like a goblin just now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've stolen your gold. That's crazy. What are we doing? That's crazy. No, it's not. 
gold? No, gold you try to steal a leprechaun's steal gold. gold. No, they no. have the gold. They you try to steal it from gold. them. They yeah. steal. They steal your lucky charms, maybe. They mm. craft it. They lucky charms go crazy. Han yeah. in the chat, ASU should hire Kingsbury the second he is fired. I didn't. I've done had been it. set. No, he be a great quarterbacks coach no. in college. No. Well, I don't want him. He can go fuck himself. Uh, he's ruined. He's got a great track record of college quarterbacks. He's got, he got three That's quarterbacks fine. to the NFL. That's fine. He Just, also got fired from Texas Tech. He's going to get fired from the Cardinals. Yeah. Did I say he should be our head coach? No, I said he should be a quarterback coach. I think he'd Why be very good. Why would you want that. a shit coach on your roster? Because at all? he's not a shit coach. He's a shit NFL head coach. He's, he's not. Great. He's a great college quarterback. He could probably coach well if you had Patrick Mahomes as the quarterback as well in Texas. But Tech. he didn't. That's the thing. So hold on a sec. But yeah, but he's great at developing Mahomes quarterbacks. One in the first round. He's hey, great at developing college he, quarterbacks. He's he's fun on hard knocks. Is he? Is yeah. he fun? Yeah. He's a fun guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Stuff with Trey McBride. It was great. Okay. That Tulane and Arizona State. Sure. Okay. One is trying to be like the other this season. Tulane had probably the greatest turnaround in college football history over the course of the last year, going from two and ten to twelve and two. We know they they overcame what, like a twelve to fourteen point deficit mm-hmm. against USC to end up winning a New Year's six game. Uh, something that nobody really thought was even possible. I I wasn't giving them a chance, especially with Caleb Williams on the other side. Um but that crazy turnaround, we know how ASU has kind of taken over um, their own offseason here in Tempe, having the most transfers of anybody in Division One football. They got their guy, Kenny Dillingham, built a phenomenal staff. Um, what's it going to take, or I guess is it even possible, do you guys think, to have a turnaround like Tulane in that one year? Well, it, you would have to have an even worse year than, they, than you had this year. You'd have to go 2-10. and ten. Before you yeah. did that to have that type of turnaround. I mean, making a New Year's Six Bowl, what would it take? It would take exactly what we thought, but on the highest level. You know, getting getting a couple guys that you wouldn't think ASU would have gotten. Like that, we even think ASU can't get. get it, getting big guys in the portal on actual signing day and, and flipping this around immediately, whether it be culture and not just the players or just buying into the team. Yeah. And, the buy-in is the huge thing because I mean Tulane is not—they they don't have a bunch of five stars. Like it, it's yeah. not so much about—I mean, obviously a big part of it is the players on the roster. I mean, they had the, the running back, the performance that he put in is unbelievable. But it, it to me, it's a lot about buy-in. I was—I was reading about um, an, an article from the Athletic about just what they what Tulane attributes the turnaround to, and a lot of it is—it was purely buy-in. They got they got people to buy in, donate so they could get a new facility, which allowed them to attract their head coach. And it's it's all and all this stuff. They're, they're, they're running back who was the best player on the team talked about how he was playing. It, he, he was playing to get out of where he came from. Like everybody yeah. on the team was playing for something bigger. Like they were playing in part to kind of give a middle finger to Cincinnati, UCF and Houston, who are all leaving the conference. Um, and then they went and got, went to beat a power five school. Um, I think it, it was. Part of it, part of a big part of it was everybody playing for something bigger than just trying to win a football game. Which, when you look at kind of where ASU football is right now, it's kind of what they're trending towards. Is it doesn't see everyone is playing for something more than just trying to win a football game. They're playing for the school. They're playing for the state. They're playing for Kenny. Whatever it is, like it, it's all something a little bigger. So I feel like the buy-in is a huge part of that. And then also another thing that they mentioned in that article, they sold out a football game this year for the first time since 2014. So a big part of it is fan buy-in as well. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 it's not so much just the players on the roster. There's a lot of extenuating circumstances to it too. Yeah. Which I think is all accomplishable stuff for ASU. Getting people to, to show up to games, getting people like donors to donate. That's all stuff that you can kind of control outside of what actually happened on the football field. I'm just. I think the most fascinating part about what Tulane did 
this past season is you could talk about, you know, just the the sheer difference in record, right? Two to ten to twelve and two is ridiculous. And then winning a New Year's six bowl game against a Heisman winning quarterback, um, and arguably one of the most notable coaches in college football. Um, but I think that the thing that sticks out is is like what you said earlier, like this is not a roster in Tulane that has five stars mm-hmm. all over its roster, like an Alabama, like a Georgia, even like a TCU. Yep. that was able to go get a bunch of guys this past offseason, right? So the thing that separates, I would argue, ASU um, and, and TCU versus ASU and Tulane, right, is that ASU doesn't have a bunch of those five-star guys. Yeah. They don't have the the realistic turnaround of going to compete in, in the college football playoff or a national championship game with a new head coach, even after you know two, three seasons, would be crazy. Now, if you ask Kenny, and Shane, you'd agree with it, Kenny would be the first one to be, why not? Well, let me, why not you? Let me, let me, let me play son of advocate. Okay. okay? Um, why, why not when a recruiting piece that got a lot of the players there is now at Arizona state that those five stars that ASU doesn't have is now it, the recruiter that got them there is now here. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I mean, I think part of it, to, like not to, I guess be negative, but you look at Tulane, they have a slightly easier path to getting to 10 and 2 than well, ASU. I'm does. not talking about Tulane. I'm talking no, about TCU. No, but I, I, so I would say the same thing is, applies for TCU. I think there's better teams in this conference than there are in the Big 12. But are there after what we've been seeing? After what well, we've been saying I mean, as well? After what we talked about yesterday? That's, are I mean, there? that's fair. I, I think so. I, I think, I, I think, I, I still think that I think Oregon. I, USC, yeah, I, Utah. But, but TCU has has some top tier opponents as well. The only difference with the Pac-12 is they they TCU doesn't have the opportunity to get like upset by the number 12, 11, 10, 9 teams in their conference. They because they're they're worse than the bottom of this conference is, I think. But they still got to play some top tier opponents at the top of it. I, yeah. I I I I, I just know. for for me, right? And and to the point of the competition in the Big 12 is different than it is in the Pac-12. And I think this year this coming season Specifically, it looks different, right? Because yeah. you have so many returning quarterbacks in a Michael Penix Jr. who they won their bowl game. You get DJ Uyunglele from Clemson, who Clemson was undefeated for the majority of the season, ranked number four for a while, right? You've got Caleb Williams, a Heisman winner, coming back. You've got Bo Nix coming back, who should have been in the Heisman conversation. You've got a five-star quarterback in Dante Moore. Um, and w- this is without even talking about the potential of what Colorado can do, right? So my argument for why ASU has a more likely scenario to be a two-lane and have a two-lane season versus a TCU season is simply because when Pac-12 play starts, A, we know how much parity there is just in the Pac-12 mm-hmm. alone, but I I can't think of a time in the last probably decade where there has been any conference that has been this loaded at that singular position of quarterback yeah. Going into it. And another big thing with TCU is that they do not make the college football playoff in probably any other year in the college football playoffs history. Like, that, you don't lose the Big 12 championship. You could lose the SEC championship or the Big 10 championship. You don't lose the Big 12 championship and make the college football playoff most years. Um, so I think that's, that's a part of it, too, is you, you you need another, you need help, I guess. And also, the reality is that this, the playoffs expanding soon, so things are going to change, but, um, it, I just, I think it's, it's, it's going to be hard considering the conference. I, I, you're going to have to, you're going to have to be undefeated to be TCU. Essentially. You, I didn't, I don't think a PAC 12 team. But yeah, if you are undefeated, then I, I do think that warrants, 
Yeah, you if you're undefeated the, and you win the Pac-12 championship, you're in the you're in the college football playoff. I don't think there's a question. They're not going to deny an undefeated conference championship, conference champion from a top five. Yeah. Um, but the Tulane thing, you're telling me that they're going to lose two games. They lose. Uh, so an interesting thing I want to bring up about Tulane is you look at where they were last year. Same quarterback, obviously a different team, but they're still a yeah. hangover. What happened last year with Tulane? They almost beat Oklahoma at the very beginning of the season. In almost the same way, they 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 came a yard short from yep. having a chance to beat that team, and then the season fell off the went completely off the rails. Um, I mean, interestingly enough, against Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams on the bench um, at that time. But um, and you look at ASU this year, the Eastern Michigan loss, Eastern Michigan, yeah. and then everything falls apart. So I think a part of it too is is how you start the year, and it sets you up but, for the rest. Of the, I, I, obviously, things are different. I don't think Tulane is going ten and two last year if they beat oh, just because they beat Oklahoma, but also. I, what a lot of people don't understand, like obviously you're not paying attention to Tulane football often. Yeah. You don't. Tulane wasn't two and ten for ten straight years. They had th- what three consecutive bowl bids? Yeah, three consecutive before they went two and ten. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, is it a is it a crazy one year turnaround or is it a bad season? Yeah, like, I mean, and, look and, at ASU's and, the same way though. But they I were know, almost made the Rose Bowl. T- I'm not two taking years away the New Year Six win. That's 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 incredible. That's a great one year turnaround. But it's also like Tulane's been on the up and up. Yeah, yeah, they have. I mean, you could argue that the programs are similar, right? Because to, to what you were saying, Sean, right? Like ASU isn't known for having historically bad seasons. They have historically mid-seasons, mm-hmm. right? You're going to get a six-win team, a seven-win team, a five-win team, and they'll hover around there. But you very rarely get an ASU team that is as bad winning percentage-wise as they were this season, yeah. right? So moving from, you know, a – what, they had five, six wins? They had five wins this year, right? Four? Four ASU? Wins. Yeah. Three. Did they only have three? Or, no, maybe four. They beat NAU. We've, we've no, done three this and nine. before. Yeah. They went three and nine. Yeah. So, but like, this is a historically <laughs> off year, right? Yeah. Yes. Even so it, said, it, yeah. hits, it hits the theme and it hits the pattern of what two lanes. ASU had a worse record than everybody in the Big 12. That's tough to hear. That's really tough to hear. Yeah. Goose in the chat was talking about ASU had a worse record than Kansas football this season. Um, and really have no place to talk about the Big 12 being worse. Like, well, don't even talk about Kansas. Just talk about what I just said. <laughs> like Kansas is different. Jalen Carter is a very good quarterback. Yeah. Kansas is different. Or right. Jalen Daniels. Jalen Daniels. Daniels yeah. Jalen Daniels. Yeah. Not to be confused with Jaden Daniels and Jalen Carter. Mm. Or Jackson Carter in the chat. Jackson Carter have a great show. Appreciate Thank it. you, Jackson. But yeah, like Kansas is a little bit of an outlier in the Big Twelve. Like yeah, they've been a joke in the past. But just again, they went three and nine. Nobody in the Big Twelve went three and nine or worse. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I think you, I, anything is possible. I mean, yeah, like we were talking about two years ago, ASU was ranked at one point, right? They, they were in the top 25 at one point two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they were uh, like two halves away from a Rose Bowl. They, they had a bad half against Utah and a bad mm-hmm. half against UCLA. Who was it? I don't. I don't remember. But exactly. But they yeah, they were they were relatively close to being a in a New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I would argue that this roster is better, uh, obviously better than it was last year. Um. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see how they compare to the two years ago. But I I definitely it, I certainly think it's possible. I, I just I, yeah. I mean it'd be great, but this isn't for. Tomorrow. This is for the long haul. Yeah. This is what Dillingham wants to do in establishing a culture. Han in the chat saying it's tough to compete against recruiting in the South. Tulane is a big advantage over ASU. Yeah, maybe in the past. I, mm, I disagree. I, well, well, maybe in the past because, you know, they did, 
they don't recruit well in general in that area. And in, in the South, you know, a, a school from New Orleans or Texas schools sometimes have the advantage. But again, guys, this is this is this is this is the change. Oh, but I would argue that Tulane is at a significant disadvantage. You're getting leftovers at T- at Tulane because yeah. all the good players in that region are going to. Yeah, but you're you're almost getting no leftovers from the South if you're ASU. Yeah, yeah that's so, fair. But 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 this is what I'm saying. Yeah, he set he set us back, and Kenny Dillingham brought in two of the best recruiters in the nation. Yeah, you could argue it's the best duo in the country. I think it is. Like if you put if let's and this is an impossible and, situation and, and two of the best. Texas recruiters, two of the best yeah. South recruiters. Now I think you have the advantage for sure. It's an impossible situation to be like, okay, how do you <laughs> determine how good a recruiter truly is, right? Because there is something to be said about the program, yeah, right? There, it's impossible to put every single Division One program on the same level. However, we've heard it from multiple people. We've seen it from kids literally with a week's notice ready to just flip and change. Was it Ashley Williams that recruited without even seeing the campus? Yeah, yeah didn't even see campus. Who in it a was week. prior was prior previously committed to Auburn Auburn University Yeah, and uh, I mean, I, yeah, T- Tulane shows to me that you can with buy-in get a good team to be a great team, um, and I think ASU is in a position to do that. They, I, I think they're going to have a good, they, they have a good, a good roster. What's that? I, I got to make sure I, you have a good team. We, I think they have a good roster. They have a, that's the they thing. Have a good yeah. Start to we've, a roster. We've yeah. talked. We and this is something that we I think last year. We drank the Kool-Aid a little bit. Yes, for sure. Um, which, again, we should have, hand up, we should have known. Herm <laughs> was still the head coach. There wasn't going to be a whole lot of a season there. Um, but this season, right, there's already, the hype is amazing. It's great for the program, right? You get Kenny, you get the recruiters, you get a, the most transfers you of get, any Division One team. You get the starts of fans buying in again. Yeah. But, again, we've had, we've done the, this delicate dance of... <laughs> Like there, there's got to be a happy medium, right, of a team succeeding and fans showing up. Because mm-hmm. when you get, you're not going to get one without the other. I feel like it's a cycle. It is, it is. Uh, but to your guys's point with Tulane, right? Like they had their first sellout in how many seasons this year? Since the first time since 2014, they had a sellout. Right. So, but part of that was how strong of a start they had to the season. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a happy medium. I think if ASU, you know. Wins every game in non-conference play except maybe that Oklahoma State game. Yeah. Um, but I mean, no, uh, they should. You don't know what Oklahoma State's going to look like. Yeah, like, that's they're, fair. They're, they're without a so. Um, so in theory, then you could probably, if you start the season undefeated in non-conference play, <laughs> opening a Pac-12 play, you should have a sellout. Are yeah. we going to get the battle for the rag again? The battle for the rag. LSU and, and Tulane. Is that going to come back? Because they stopped it in 2009. I hope so. Uh, that, that was That's a good rivalry. You see Brian Kelly eating Cheez-Its on the field? No, well, that's awesome. Um, I love 454's joke. Where's, where's Tulane? Just south of three lane. <laughs> that is the most max. Is that Max's burner? It might be. Because <laughs> that is the most max joke I've ever seen. <laughs> it really is. My gosh. Yeah, Max, there was a, a, there's a dad joke in the chat. Go ahead and read it for yourself. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's pretty solid. Um, before we, we talk about Connor Soley, um, and Mm. the fact that he entered the transfer portal, I want to tell you guys a little bit about four peaks. We're just nine days away now from the inaugural PHNX party. Where is the actual mountain of four peaks? Just south of five peaks? Oh Mm. my gosh. (laughs) 
I hate you. <laughs> Presented by Four Peaks at Dobson Ranch Golf Course, the inaugural PHNX Tea Party. Guys, we're running out the entire driving range. Come hang with Big Drive Energy, the PHNX crew, and fellow diehards for a night of golf, free food, drinks, contest prizes, and more. Plus, our PHNX Suns crew is going to be hosting a watch party for the Suns and the Timberwolves. Four Peaks is going to be out there providing beer samples and swag. Check the link in the description to reserve your spot right now. And for our diehards, check Discord for your special link where you guys are going to save 20% on this awesome event. And I have heard... The streets? From the streets. Damn, the streets be talking. They're talking they again? They yeah, always they, they, talk They were quiet for a little bit. They were, yeah, they were quiet for a while. I am the mouthpiece oh, of the streets. The do they talk or do yeah. they well, whisper? No. The streets don't believe in resolutions. They, they whisper to me. The streets don't believe in resolutions. Yeah. Um, resolutions, yeah. That's a Geno Smith. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um... But regardless, the streets have been talking. What have they been saying, There's Sean? a chance that there's some Burrito Express at this Four Peaks event. God damn. Um, but regardless, don't you don't got to wait until then. Go get your Four Peaks right now. You got if you're watching us live, you got get your Burrito Express. You right got, now. Oh yeah, get your Burrito Express right now. If you got you got 39 minutes if you're watching live to go get uh, your Burrito Express. Pause. Got locations all the video. Oh, get in your car. Like, what? Go get your Burrito Express now. Now, do it now. But if you're welcome listening, back. continue to listen. They're back now. Yeah. Just yeah. Got the welcome burrito. back. Welcome yeah. back. Yeah. Um, looking at all of the valley, go get yourself a breakfast supreme burrito. It's the greatest burrito of all time. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but yeah, check them out. And follow them on Twitter, at Burrito EXP. Do it. Do it. And guys, Burrito Express. Get it, get, in. It in. get it in. And when you buy a $25 Burrito Express gift card, you're going to get a free burrito, too. Oh, my gosh. That is free burritos. Free burrito. Free burritos. Okay. Connor Soli. Got to take them off of the poster now. Yo, yeah. Have we ever talked about that on the show? I think no. so. I don't think we have. I, I don't remember. So if we, it was the we craziest were, thing I've ever seen. We were seen. right down the street at Cronkite, and there was a there was like a banner for buy your season tickets now for ASU football, and it was Emory Jones, right? Yeah. Emory Jones on the left. Who was on the right? I was think I, Jordan Clark. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in the middle, was not Kyle Soley. Yep. It was Connor Soley. It was Connor Soley. It was very. I was very thrown off by it. Connor Sully, uh, obviously the younger brother to Kyle Sully, had 52 total tackles through four seasons. Um, I believe he had one forced fumble as well. Um, this is a guy that I feel like everyone was just kind of waiting for him to to show a flash, to be the guy. For hating Chris Collinsworth so much, you say this is a guy a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Chris has here's got a guy. Head. Chris has got his second. No, here's head. a guy. Um, I, I mean, I, I'll be frank. I thought this was a guy that was going to fill the shoes that were left by Merlin Robertson and Kyle Soli this yeah. offseason. Well, a bunch of transfers jumped into those shoes, and now yeah. he's barefoot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fair. So what do you think then about it, – it's one thing to enter the portal, but it's another thing to enter the portal when your high school coach yeah. is now on the same roster. I just don't – I don't think he's going I, – I think this linebacker group's going to be deadly, man. I yeah, think it's going to be good. Plus – like this, this would suck. I mean, it does suck. Like I, I, he's he's awesome. Him and his brother work great here. Um, great people. Yeah, but like it, it it would suck if you know this was the the same team, same coach, same defensive unit, and you wanted to bring back a veteran guy, but it's not. Yeah. You're kind of rehashing this whole thing. You're kind of getting your new era of captains, your new leaders on the team, and you know it, it'd be nice to have somebody that on that maroon and gold before command the defense but at the same time i don't think it's a huge loss in terms of in terms of a leader on, on the field yeah because yeah. he was but i think you, you 
you're you're able to replace it. Jacob brings up a good point in the chat. It could be the change of defense. Ward uses a four-two-five now. Which, but see, this is I love it. But the the thing that always threw me off is when when Connor Soley got here, he wasn't as heavy as he was. Like he always to me looked like he could have played safety here. Um, but the old regime just kind of worked him in as a smaller linebacker. I know he's listed at like 6'2", 220, I want to say. But he he wasn't 6'2". Um, and I don't think he was 220 either. So he was just always a smaller linebacker, um, which is why I felt like he could have been, he could have transitioned over into that DB spot a, a little bit better. Uh, but regardless, you lose a guy that's been on this roster for four years, right? You're losing Kyle Sully, Merlin Robertson, um, we've talked about the losses on the defensive line. The big guys returning, right? Roe Torrance and, and uh, Jordan Clark. Outside of those two, who do you guys feel can be that commander on it's, the defense? It's Jordan Clark. It's yeah, Jordan. I don't know if there is outside of those two. And especially, like, I, I know we've talked about this before, but, like, just in light of everything that's been going on and what, like, how Ryan Clark was on ESPN, yeah. yeah, like that just shows you what type he of, was raised by a leader. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And and That's we've a good point. Seen, we've seen the passion in mm -hmm. him as well. We've seen him on the field. We see him never give up, and you see him playing hard until the very last whistle. You know, he he very much leads by example, and not only the like couple with that that with how much he's played in the past couple of years, like starting playing almost every snap uh, when he's healthy. I I just don't think there's another choice. Yeah, and I mean. I mean, we talked about him last year being a leader, and I, it was a little different because you had other leaders on that team. Um, but now you don't have a natural leader on that team. And yeah, I, I think I think talking about his dad is is a great point. Like he was ra he was raised by a leader, um, and so I, I I don't think there is much of a choice. And now now you know he's he's a he got his degree. Like he is, I think he's a great example of who you should be as a student athlete on and off the field. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's all that's all you can ask for out of a leader. Um, and to, the fact that he has stuck through with this program after through everything that they've gone through, I don't think you can doubt his commitment yeah. to the maroon and gold. Um, I, yeah, I just think he is is naturally going to slot into that that leadership position. I, th I think you both bring up phenomenal points, right, Shane? Shane, to your point about him being raised by a leader, not only a leader but a guy who played this game at a ridiculously mm -hmm. high level. Um, so that obviously, and a, a, to, in relation to the Demar Hamlin thing, like a guy who almost lost everything himself. Yeah, yeah he exactly. went through something like this. So is a guy who I'm sure instilled a, a, not just a love but a, an appreciation yep. for the opportunity aware. in his son. Yeah, 100. percent And then to to your point um, about just him sticking with this team when in reality he's a, he's a solid defensive back. Yeah. He didn't have to be here. He yeah. could have easily transferred into a different program. I'm, I'm excited to see what his role is going to be. Uh, I mean. You're you're changing a scheme. I wonder how much nickel they're going to play because he played a lot of nickel last mm -hmm. year. I kind of yeah. want him to be, and this is going back to the old Charger days. Um, <laughs> I kind of huh. Take a shot. Take a shot, man. Dude, I feel like did, the Chargers. I, feel, I don't Notre Dame is his thing. Often. The Chargers, I mean, and I haven't brought up Notre Dame in a minute. But like, which Eric is crazy Weddle. considering that our starting quarterback is about to be a yeah, Notre Dame transfer. Uh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just wait till we hit spring ball, boys. Um, <laughs> do you guys remember Eric Weddle? Do you um, remember? He played I'm, last year. I'm, he just won a Super Bowl. Okay, but he played in. No, like, I know. But yes, of course, now. I remember Eric. He, he had some huge snaps. He was important to that team. But he you. is like, aside from when he was in his prime and he was a, an amazing safety, right? He had that on the field leadership quality that I feel like you don't necessarily 
necessarily see from a lot of defensive backs. Everyone touts the linebackers to be those boisterous, like, leaders of the defense. But that's the comparison that I see, right, is you, you've got a defensive back who he's got the chippiness of normal DBs, but he also has that same leadership quality that I feel like most defenses composer, get yeah. from their linebacking core. Yeah. I think he's a perfect mix. I would agree. That's why, that's why he played a lot of nickel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just feel like he's he's so important to this, to, to the team. Is that the best position in football? Safety? The nickel? Nickel? Nickel corner? Isn't um, it? Yeah, I think it's just so. In what regard? Just like how cool it is. I mean, being a wide receiver would be pretty dope. Well, I mean, I just, see, I disagree with you. I, I, I don't think offense is fun at all. That's fair. I can see why you might say that. But you get all the glory. Yeah, I guess. I, I will say I don't think. Did you ever any... play football growing up? Yeah, you played offense. Uh, yeah, I played. I played running back or receiver. I played receiver and safety. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't. I I, I liked playing safety ball. more because I didn't like getting hit. Um, so for that part, see, defense the... was fun because you always got to be the person that delivered the hit. I felt. Yeah, like. that's fair. I was more of a special teams guy. It's not a, not <laughs> hey, a very good football hey. player. Hey, special teams important. That's one. Th- that's one third of the game. Come on now, baby Vinatieri doing his thing. Yep. You know how it is. Uh, Jacob in the chat, Clark gives me Buda Baker vibes. Man, I'm here for it. as long as yeah. he's not getting chased down by a DK Metcalf anytime soon. No, I, if he's getting ch- chased down by DK Metcalf, that means he almost returned something 100 yards. I'll take it. Almost. I'd rather you just go all the way. Well, yeah, but I don't know how many DK Metcalfs there are in the the Pac-12. That's very true. That's very true. But while we're talking about DK Metcalf, guys, I don't know what his higher or lower is right now in underdog fantasy, but I'm telling you, I would take the higher against the Rams after mm-hmm. watching how bad that Rams defense well, has been this past season. You didn't mention the biggest part. Jalen Ramsey. Him and Jalen Ramsey hate each other. Jalen's been bad this year. Yeah. Did you see what happened last time these teams played each other? DK Metcalf caught a game-winning touchdown off across his face. I love it. Let them hear about it. I'm taking a hire every single time like on DK, it. guys. It's easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app and sign up with promo code PHNX. And Underdog is going to match your first deposit up to 100 bones. Guys, on their pick them, you can do anything from NFL, NBA, NHL, even esports. Um, so go get in on the action again, underdogfantasy.com or download the app and use promo code PHNX. Yeah. And um, before we get into the next thing, uh, I just wanted to bring up. Jasper's point, I didn't see this. It, that is a big thing with the four two five, you know, the two meaning two linebackers on the field. Yeah. Um it, I yeah, it just you're bringing yeah. in what do you have four already transfers, three at linebacker? Couple, yeah, you uh, got Tate Romney, um Crew Jackson. Crew Jackson, Prince Dober is an edge rusher. Um and then I think there's one more. from Wisconsin's uh, an outside linebacker. Oh, really Tristan, Tristan Monday. Tristan Monday yeah. is also. Yeah, they got a lot of just edge yeah. rushers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like I feel like yeah, it was just there was probably an honest conversation that was had, and it was just how we would fit in this team, how much opportunity mm-hmm. we'd have, and I or think maybe even if he was willing to yeah to slide over a little bit. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. he might he might be sitting on a couch waiting for a call or doing some research, and he better have more furniture. I love get, this. I love get this. comfy though. Yeah, get more comfy. furniture is the best place to get your furniture. Um, you got the, a, anywhere from couches to chairs to recliners to little ottomans that mm-hmm. Totri's putting his feet on right now. Um, you really had to put me on blast like that, huh? No. I fuck around. I use an ottoman all the time. Craig uses it yeah. on our show. Yeah. And it was Lindsay's originally. Yeah. Uh, but you can get all of that and more at morefurniture.com um, or you can head over to any of their Valley locations. Do it. More furniture. Get it under you. Uh, Jacob in nice. the chat, Travion Brown. Totally forgot about yeah. him coming from Washington State. There's just so oh, many yeah. transfers, it's hard to remember. Well, yeah, the, literally the most in the country. Yeah. Also, there was a graphic today. Um, 
it's on three, right? That does yeah, the yeah. the transfer stuff. So they did a graphic of all of the transfers, or the the programs with the most transfers. And ASU obviously number one at nineteen. Um, do you know who was on the graphic? Can you take a guess? What, Eric Gentry. No. Wait, oh. who was on the graphic? Who was on the on three graphic? Somebody that transferred from Arizona State. Nope. The transfer to Arizona State. Nope. Do they have any relation to Arizona State? Nope. Uh, but it was for Arizona State. Nope. DJ Uya. It was a list of teams and programs that had the most transfers. Arizona State number one with nineteen. Who and was on the graphic? Was it was it um, uh, Shador Sanders? Close. Was it? It was Dion. It was Dion. Dion was on the graphic, and um, the comments were like, "If ASU's number one, why the fuck is Dion Sanders <laughs> on the graphic?" Classic. Victor Kern, offensive lineman from Washington, just entered the portal. Oh, yeah? Honorable Pac-12, all Pac-12 selection. Are you using my Ottoman, motherfucker? Yeah, I'm done now. <laughs> I just wanted to say that I was using it. That's fair. That's totally fair. Um, we had a discussion off air that I want to rehash here. Um, and it has to do with the argument of fast food, not fast food, best burger, not best burger. Um, but I am a big believer that Five Guys is by far the best burger. Ever? Well, I, it's oh, the best okay. fast food burger, and I consider I consider it's it fast not food. fast food. It is fast food. Can okay. you go through a drive-through? What? Okay, no. none of them have drive-throughs. But Subway, I consider fast food. Let's can't go let's through a consider it fast food for this conversation. Okay? okay, and here these are the stats we'll rely on. This is what we'll do. Well, we got stats for this. Well, this is the criteria. Okay, <laughs> Tom Brady, six stats. How fast it is because it's fast okay. food. The taste clearly. Yep. What you can get as a side, and the price. I think of those two categories, it is bottom. It is bottom. In which, in, which categories? In time it takes. It, yes. And uh, price, and price. It costs. I would agree. I would. I would agree. So how the hell is it the best fast I, food? Okay. Burger? I yeah. don't care about those criteria. Here if you're me. asking me what the best fast food burger is, I'm t- telling you which burger is best. I don't consider In and Out fast food personally. Wait, you don't what? consider? Uh, wait, wait. Or, excuse your me, excuse argument. Me, excuse was, me. I, I meant. I meant five mm, guys. Yeah. I think it's like I said. Do off you consider air. Subway fast food? Uh, okay, wait. Let's let's okay. Let's take the criteria away. Let's consider fast food. Is it the best fast food burger to you? I think so. I, I, I thank you. I, I, think, I it, think their meat is seasonless. Really? Yes, their meat tastes like nothing. But they get all those toppings for free, bro. That does it for the, me. Okay, but now you're bringing price into it. Not necessarily. You don't pay for any of those toppings. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That that's a factor because he's saying, "Oh, you don't have to pay but for them." But that's part of the taste of the burger. No, no, but that's not. But that's not what I'm saying. Nobody, nobody's okay, like, "Oh, okay, it's the okay, best okay, burger." Okay. He judges it just based. Uh, but that's off not the what pack. I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying he just said that he didn't no, want to compare it, I, price, I and your then point. he said it's free. So that's why I, I said that. I think if we're just it, Shake Shack is is better. Like if we're going just cheese and meat, no, uh, Shake Shack. But I'm not. I didn't want to just do cheese and meat. I was just saying price. You can have all those toppings. That's fine. But I think the best topping you can get is a fucking patty melt from Whataburger. Uh, that's not. A, that's, I think we're getting too. What? I think, I, think that, I, think, I think that is. I think you're getting away from it being like a, a burger, burger, though. Okay, then In and Out's way better than Five Guys. Yes. That's cap. That is that's crazy cap. to me. I, I, and you could argue that the time difference is not okay, even there because I, by the time you get into Five no, Guys let's, versus let's take me. away the time difference, though. I, just, I, I think it's a what better is better t- about it. Th- listen, everything. I everything. listen. Listen. I am going to apply the same argument I apply for for boneless wings and bone-in wings to this in that In-N-Out or, or Five Guys, to me, even if you want to consider it fast food, does not really hit like a fast food burger. It's more of like a legitimate cheap, like burger. So if I want something shitty like real quick, the In-N-Out is going gonna, is gonna, to – like sometimes I crave specifically McDonald's burgers. I'm not craving a good cheeseburger. I'm craving McDonald's That's burgers. Fair. That's yeah. totally So sometimes – 
in and out is going to hit differently than five guys. But if we're just you're giving me a, a patty of ground beef on a bun with toppings on it, I think five guys gives if you a better get, product. I, 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 but I, oh, I so disagree. See, I, I think in and out's mid. Okay, that's fine. I, agree. I, I just think. <laughs> five guys should be. I, I, yeah, I'm here. I think five guys. I think five guys is meat is just there's it's just it tastes like nothing. It's a it's it's well, now a we can't have five guys as a game. Yeah, well, but I it's a vehicle for the toppings. But I think In and Out's the same way. No, In and Out's no, meat is so good. I have no interest in An In Out like burger it if it's not so animal style. Yes, exactly. The I, only com- I don't the, get my burgers animal the, style. You're just insane. No, the toasted bun. Smash Burger goes crazy too. I've, I've never had Smash Burger, so I can't but speak to that. Smash Burger is Smash. I, I would argue crazy. though that Smash, like if we're having the conversation of fast food, Smash Burger and Five Guys are the same thing. No, they are not. <laughs> Smash Burger is. <laughs> you're saying Five no. Guys is more fat or less fast food? Then Five Guys is more fast food oh, than what? Smash Burger. Yes, I, you, get, you you get your Smash Burger way faster. The, 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 the Smash Burger is done because they smash the burger, so it cooks faster. Aaron brings up Culver's. That's an argument. Can we all get on the same page about one of the worst fast food burgers of all time? Sure. White White Castle. Yeah, White yeah. Castle is yeah. garbage. Yeah. 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 I don't know why Terrible. that's a thing. I, they love that shit in the Midwest. Terrible. Yeah, because the Midwest has why. got nothing. Midwest. It, it, but they sell the they sell the fucking yeah, the, fro- the frozen ones. Yeah, but hey. the Midwest is the same Leah, is the same place that got yeah, can you. Can we do a poll? Si- uh, Skyline Chili is is the Midwest. Yeah, like shout out Grant House. Just five guys in and out. Better I think bur- they're different. I think they're just they're not the same conversation. Who has the, who has the better burger? Five guys in and out. Or what? No. Well, I will. I will agree. Like if we are considering price and stuff, in and out's untouchable. Like in and out is, is the, the price there is, okay, is Chad, flawless. Don't consider price, just taste. The better burger. Yep, just five guys are in and out. I don't think it's even that. Yeah, you White Castle. Is such a, a, I don't think it's a conversation. No, five I, guys. I White, 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 or yeah, five five guys is it's a different tier. It's a legit. It's a real burger. It is the 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 thing that bugs me about In and Out is how thin the patties are. Yeah, that's fair too. Like I don't want to have to order a double double to get the same amount of burger that I would anywhere else. Also, I don't think rolls get enough credit in how important they are to a burger. And Five Guys rolls blow In and Out out of the water. And it's just an average bun. Yeah, it's I I don't think it's even close. That's fine. But I I, 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 I want to see what the chat has to say about it. To be honest with you, so Ooh, shout out Joe Steak and yeah. Shake. Steak and Shake goes crazy. It does go crazy. Yep. It does go crazy. Sean, when when Craig and I did a burger taste test on our show, do you remember what we chose? I I, I, don't. I don't. I don't. No, we we'll have to go look back. I'm but pretty we, sure I chose did, Five Guys or Shake Shack. Those are my two favorite. We did. All we did was a burger and cheese. Yeah, I feel like that's the only way you can really compare. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get naked with it and, and naked. Naked. Did naked. you have? Did you, <laughs> uh, obviously, you didn't. But did you have In and Out a lot when you lived here in, in yeah. like high school? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I I had In and Out once in high school when I traveled to California, and my whole family hated it because they expected some terrific life-changing thing and like yeah. i said to y'all people yeah. forget it gets so hyped up by west it coasters get hyped up. it is a fast food cheeseburger it's yeah. only going to be so good yeah i feel like the the reason to go to in and out is you're going to get the animal style fries the animal style fries i don't get animal, animal style, style fries i get i get plain fries finally started getting them well done dude they're uh, well done fries are unbelievable. i but i i do also subscribe to the argument that if you have to have them change how they normally cook it then they're not that good look if they have to, if you have to special order special. Max brings up a, a really good point. He As does. an unbiased person, he prefers, you know, the likes of Burrito Express, Mountain Mike's Pizza, and specifically Illegal Pete's. Ooh, Freddy's does slap. Illegal Pete's. Guys, Ooh. we are excited I to welcome Illegal Pete's to the PHNX family. Check out their location off of Mill and Tempe. 
Plus, Price. when you purchase a hundred dollars in gift cards, they're going to throw in a twenty-five dollar one on the house. So you're spending money, on the and making money on the at the same house. on the hizzy time on the hizzy and the hizzy. And be on the lookout for a few informal happy hours. Is that on baby? On baby, it's in a hizzy. On my cat. Um, guys, they got <laughs> yeah. some great hot queso. The strongest margarine baby on baby. Moms? Stop it. <laughs> I'm going baby on baby. I can't. You're going baby on baby? I'm going baby on baby. You can't go baby on baby Guys, live. Go check I out. Just did. Really? <laughs> Put it away. <laughs> oh, God. Sean, you're telling the people about Bad Birdie for a second. Um, do you like my hat? Do, do you, you like, like Shane's hat? hat? Then check out Bad Birdie. Um, do you like Toe Tree? The streets have again whispered into my ear, very centrally, in fact, um, and told oh, me whoa. that it's the greatest. Yeah, I mean. They, did they tell you to go baby on baby as They well? told me to go baby on baby, and they told me to go birdie on birdie. Wow. Bad Birdie on Bad Birdie. Um, the streets have said that it's the greatest. Yeah, the reason it was sensual is because putting on Bad Birdie is a borderline sexual experience. Um, it is. It is. The fabric is. You say some crazy quality. shit. Sean. I just. I would have never thought that's where you were going with that. I'm I, here for it. I agree with you. Thank you. Um, Bad Birdie, a sexual experience. It is a sexual experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe it'll get you one. Um, oh, because you're gonna look real good in it, um, and you're gonna feel good, and you know, look good, feel good, play good. Uh, Whoa. Uh, and that's on the hizzy. Um, that's on that's on the hizzy. <laughs> and that house. is on baby. That's on baby. Um, check out mommy. Bad Birdie at badbirdiegolf.com and use code. Oh, mommy. That's on. Mm. Uh, <laughs> use promo code PHNX underscore sports15. That's PHNX underscore sports15 for 15% off your order at badbirdiegolf.com. Bad Birdie Golf, get it on you. Get it on you. All right, let's see the results of this burger poll. Okay, I'm ending the poll. Thank you for the votes. And mm. the results Democracy are in. in action. Um, the winner is in and out with 62% wow, of the votes. I that's disagree. crazy. But I just disagree. We brought Freddy's. If you haven't had Freddy's, it'll yeah. it, it, it's better than everything we mentioned, in my opinion. Look, Freddy's goes crazy. Uh, there are bad preferences, for sure, when we talked about this earlier. There are. But when it comes to food, especially established joints like this, there's no bad preference. They're all good. But you could have Burger King. That's a bad Burger preference. King yeah. is bad. That's, yeah. a, that's a bad yeah. preference. We can agree, before we get out of Burger King is is shit. Um, you know what I've never had? Chicken fries? You know what we need to try? Go crazy though. Chicken fries do. You know what we need to try? Shout out Mike Luke. A Del Taco burger. I know we don't want to. I know Arby's burger. You know last Arby's time we had Del Taco? Though. Arby's does go stupid, yes. dude. Emery Jones. Do you remember the last time we had Del Taco? Emery Jones. I didn't have any, but yes, I do remember it. Yeah. You didn't have any either. I just picked yeah. some up. I mean, that was the last time I've seen anything yeah. related <laughs> yeah. to Del Taco. That's the first time I've ever had it. Well, Del Taco tacos, soft tacos, when you're a little drunk, they go kind of crazy. Just get Taco Bell. Yeah. Or, or just heat up your leftover uh Illegal um, pizza. But that's true too. I've, I've once woken up with a half eaten illegal pizza burrito on my bed. And it's a <laughs> true fucking story. Wow. Woke up, you took a bite, a bite out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course you did. Of course well, you did. Before man. we get out of here, since we have a little extra time, craziest place you've ever woken up, go. Ooh. I can't. It's not that crazy. It's would have just been a girl's mm. room. Nice, dude. Mm. Um, <laughs> Bad birdie. Yeah, on this guy. Uh, no, probably the craziest place was in my buddy's. Mother's bathtub in high school. That was yeah. pretty something. <laughs> I, I, I have some crazy ones, but I've woke this is the craziest one by far. I woke up in my buddy's apartment who was out of town and it was like it was on the ground level in like a small complex and the door was locked and I didn't have a key and I had no idea how I got in there. <laughs> Enter window open in the back. I crawled in through his window and slept on his bed. No idea Slept why. on his bed. On his bed. No <laughs> idea why. That's absolutely why. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, I'm not much of a... I was never much of like a get so drunk that I don't remember how I got... Like, I've never been in that position. See, I, I'm, I'm not that guy, but like... I was it just kind of happens. I was definitely that it guy. It kind of happens. For you, you've never year. done that? Where you're like, you're sipping, you're sipping, you're buzzing, and you're like, you're like, 
five minutes after or ten minutes after you have what you think is going to be just an increased buzz, you're like, ooh, that was one too far? No, I have, but it's just never led to me waking up somewhere yeah. that I wasn't prepared to. Because I, I haven't really gotten like that crazy since like freshman year of college. And back then, I lived in a dorm. So even if I was going to someone else's place, it was also just in the dorm. Dude, yeah. we haven't even gotten into that stuff, which I feel like we should at some point. But my freshman roommate in college was the town drunk. Really? <laughs> yes. They literally would grab his his keys right to the to the uh to the dorm and this man would be hammered and they would play fetch with him with his keys and he would be on all fours <laughs> so terrible. it was the funniest thing my ever. shout out Kyle Dowd uh my <laughs> freshman roommate <laughs> outing him my he freshman was 21 though right yeah. yeah 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 my freshman roommate was a very <laughs> good old guy. freshman um we didn't really get along all that well because I was a little bit of a dick when I was a freshman mm. uh but he was also an acapella kid so he was just always beatboxing that's like, kind of sick. No, it was not. <laughs> no, but like for a day, like having like a Pokemon. Yeah, it wasn't. It was not sick. Like a when, dog. When <gasps> Benjamin McLaughlin was beatboxing in my <laughs> my my dorm. I had a very cool roommate my freshman year. Shout out Max Rodelli. Out here naming roommates. All right, guys, that's gonna do it for today's show. We appreciate you guys checking it out or listening um, on Spotify, Apple Music, or watching us on YouTube, guys. If you enjoy the content. Give us a follow on PH and Google or Google, Podcasts. wherever you get your podcast. Wherever really. you get them. Or bootleg. Um, if you're bootlegging this, shout out. As Bomani Jones would say, leave five stars. Shout out four stars. I'm inclined to believe you are a hater. Mm. Give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me on social at Anthony underscore Toshi. You can follow Shane at Shane Deep. You can follow Sean to pause. It's Sean underscore to pause. Bad as always. Yes, sir. We will see you guys for a ASU basketball postgame show tomorrow. ASU versus Washington State. But for now, enjoy the rest of your guys' hump day. Peace.